Joined by David the about the third. Hey everybody. And Curse Smurferka. Hola. And we're really excited. We've been building up to this episode for a while. Um a good friend of mine, a very recent friend of mine, um, from the Casual Craft Minecraft server, um, and one of the most creative Minecraft builders I've ever met. I did not tell them I was gonna say that at the beginning, so this is gonna be good. Um and we had a discussion about this red. before the show. We had a discussion about this before the show. Um, the pronunciation is difficult. We worked on it. Um, it's it's K I J A. The closest I can get is Kicha. Yeah, that is not call, how it's pronounced. But we I'm have just going to call you Kaiju because it's easier. <laughs> <laughs> sure, go ahead. We can we can go with we can go with the kiwi that's not from New Zealand. Yeah, the kiwi works too. Um, yes, it does. So, um, Kicha, welcome. Hello, and um, to be here. Yeah, please introduce yourself. Um, you're you're of course you're one of our patrons, and um, you. Asked, you know, we we talked about having you on a few times, and our our time difference is like ten hours. So we really appreciate <laughs> you being yes. here. Yes, it's ten hours, I believe. So it it is. So for David and I, it is eleven a.m. or aroundish. Um, <laughs> Erica, it's two two p.m. Yeah, two p.m. And it is nine p.m. for you. So, which is the normal time that Erica records on Fridays. So. Oh, fun. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, Kio, Ki, Kicha, <laughs> Kicha, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, so, hi, I'm Kicha, or Kia, or Kiwi, or Kaichu, I guess. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm from Finland, this Nordic mystical land of winter wonderland, you could say. We are not Scandinavian, while people would say so. And that's that's actually something I was going to ask. I, I wasn't sure. I was pretty sure you weren't, but I wanted to ask because, you know, I have that American geography ignorance. Erica does not have that as much as I do. No, no, I don't. No, I know you, I know that that, that is not true because uh, Finland uh, very much was uh, the Rus were yes. in and out of Finland quite a lot. Historically, yes. Uh, yeah, Scandinavia is just Denmark, Sweden, and Norway. Yes, so it's more uh, more along the lines of like, because uh, I mean, you have Latvia, Estonia, all of those Slavic nations, yeah. like right there, uh, Baltic uh, Baltic countries. Yeah, I don't know. The only thing I yes. know about Finland is uh, they were lucky during the war. <laughs> so, um, a funny thing about um, Kicha is um when we play minecraft i'll be going around the server doing my own thing and i'll see a big giant build come up and i'll be like oh wow that's so cool and then two hours later i'll come by and it'll be gone and i'll be like what the heck happened to the really cool build it wasn't right uh, yeah, yeah uh, that's that tends to happen <laughs> i it's I, gonna happen soon again but david you wouldn't understand because you don't play the game nope exactly <laughs> 
I do other things to waste my time. We um the what is it? Um one hundred patron goal. Um David will play a live stream with us. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll do like um we'll do like mini games or something, so it's not like just like throwing you Whatever. in a game and say build something. And I'd be like <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, uh, okay, and I'd just go punch trees. <laughs> I mean, most uh, most mini uh, mini uh, mini game servers are in adventure mode, so you wouldn't be able to hit anything. And um, okay, Eric, Eric, <laughs> you know what? I don't think I've ever asked you, Eric. Do you play Minecraft? Have you ever? No. Maybe with no. maybe with Leah a bit Minecraft. when she was little. No, no, I've never played. I've done a lot of watching. And hey, mom, come look at my house. Or hey, mom, come look at my tree I made. Or Rowan just made an entire village under the water. Um, and I, I had to see that. That was cool. So now I, I just support my children and their Minecraft obsession. Erica's childhood is actually the reason why I played the game for the first time. Ooh. Because Lee was coming out here to visit and... I wanted to try it out and do something that they were interested in. And Lee, and the day before said, oh, I don't really play it anymore. I'm only playing <laughs> Fallout 4 now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, speaking of Fallout, did she call you? No. Oh, I, I told them to call you because uh, apparently there is a Fallout festival somewhere in Nevada. Yep. And she wants to go. It's, and I uh, said... I, I, I have a friend of mine that knows all about it and wants to go too. Um I actually know something about this. It is a oh. meet, it is a meetup in Good Springs, Nevada, which is the starting point of the New Vegas game. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So she she or you know, they want to go and I was like, you know, that sounds like an adventure. Yeah. You know who loves adventures? Your uncle Brian loves adventures. You should call him and see if he will go with you on an adventure. I'll look into it. <laughs> I'll look into it. That would be good. That would be cool. I, I need to, you know, adulting, but I'll look into it and see. That actually okay. sounds like the best way for us to get together. I thought it would be, yeah. Um. So, um, Keecha and I were talking about a topic, and we came up, well, Keecha came up with, I, I didn't really do anything, but it was um, <laughs> um, the, the different roles we take in fandoms, which is fantastic. And I guess it kind of translates to the roles we take on like online forums too, right? Yeah. So it's like lurker, casual, or leadership, or organizer, um, and then the other kinds of roles. So we'll discuss that. Um, but first... But first, we're going to play everybody's favorite game, What's Nerdy With You, where we all talk about the nerdiest thing we've done in the last two weeks, and we vote using the patented Mike Myler widget system. Hey, uh, there was a delay when you hit the button this time. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I So I've recorded it three times now, and it is very hard to tell the difference between the three recordings. <laughs> uh, well, um... Uh, as, as you well know, uh, we have a rule here, and uh, guess goes first. So, so what's been nerdy with you, Keisha? Uh, I guess I mean where you start. Well, um, uh, I guess I play a lot of Minecraft. <laughs> I think we could start with that. Uh, there's um, there's this YouTuber called Iskal, uh, who with a theme has created a mod pack called Vault Hunters, and I have been playing it a lot. <laughs> And I know I usually don't play modded because uh, it doesn't uh, 
Oh, it like it burns me out easily. I prefer vanilla, so normal Minecraft. Okay. But uh, the there's a nice twist in Vault Hunters, Vault Hunters that uh, it's PVE. It's not building. It's uh, you get gear from the vaults or dungeons that uh, and you it's, like. It's a roguelike. Yes, basically. Yeah. Interesting. It it changes Minecraft into a roguelike. Yeah. You run these vaults and get better gear and loot and fight tougher and tougher monsters and level up from one to a hundred. After which you get to fight the final boss called the Her Herald. I think it's called. Neat. Yeah, it's quite cool. Um, Iskal eighty five and their crew have created quite a amazing mod and it's it's all it's everything is free they make all their revenue through streaming yes and like patreon and stuff like that you nice. know content creation stuff awesome yeah that's really it's, neat it's it's been very cool and i'm at level 81 oh wow <laughs> oh wow um all right let me speak in david terms because you don't play minecraft but you might understand this um <laughs> God. The XP progression in Vault Hunters is like RuneQuest. Okay. Like level 1 to 10, 10 is easy, and then 10 to 20 is... Uh, 10 to 11 is the same as 1 to 10. Okay. Yeah. So, I think... Yeah, I think from... Uh, if you get higher, it's I think it's the same from 1 to 90 as it from 90 to 100. Yeah. And they've been joking about adding it in that 99 to 100 will be the same as 1 to 100, 1 to 99, but that hasn't been the case yet. Yeah, that's because that's what they do in Path of Exile and um, RuneQuest is that's that insane. crazy exponential. Yeah. Um, but I'd like, you know, Minecraft is a regular sandbox game and Vault Hunters and skill trees and um, in a lot of people don't like mod packs in Minecraft, and um, Kichi, you could chime in on this too if you if if you jive with me here. Is um, a lot of people don't like mod packs because they give you everything and it's a crazy amount of stuff. And Vault Hunters locks mods behind skill tree progression, like you mm -hmm. have to earn the mods to to use them. Interesting. I mean, yeah. mod mod packs have existed for years. I mean, the Counter Strike was originally a mod pack. I thought it was just I a mean, mod. It, it was a mod of this. It used the same system though. Well, what a what a mod pack is is it's a collection of mods from different people, and it's yeah. all put together. Right, which modifies the game, which uses a game system and creates a new game out of it. Yeah, well, a mod pack <laughs> and a mod are two different things. A mod pack. Is I a disagree, collection but of okay, mods. sure, whatever. Yeah, potato, tomato. Potato, oh, potato, potato, potato. Well, you wouldn't understand. You don't play Minecraft. Buffalo, 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 <laughs> buffalo, buffalo, buffalo. Rude. <laughs> yeah, What's the uh, buffalo, buffalo thing. Uh, it's, seven, it's, seven utterances of the word buffalo is a grammatically correct sentence. In yes. English. Oh, I did it's, see that. Also, there's also the police, 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 something. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the skill tree in uh, Vault Hunters is very good because, uh, because you have to earn stuff and it's not forced on you. You can use a lot of the vanilla things if you want. You don't need any of the mods. They just increase the uh, the speed that you can run vaults. So uh, to explain that, uh, each vault you need a vault crystal and it, 
vault crystal needs different materials to be crafted and they can be at this beginning they are like three seeds and 10 leaves but then they can be like 500 deep slate uh, deep, uh, deep slate uh, is a, deep, a type of stone or tough and such so it's very uh, very large amounts that you require at later date later date well normally i go last in this game but because of what kate just shared i'm gonna go next i did not plan this my nerdy thing was playing vault hunters <laughs> we haven't even talked about what we've been doing in minecraft so it wasn't planned at all um i think probably the only thing that would influence both to play it us to play it at the same time as we watch the same content creators right? yes absolutely yeah when when kicha and i first met that was our big bonding moment was showing each other builds in minecraft and going this was inspired by this person um so i've been playing the game i and i will share this that nobody will understand except for kicha mm -hmm. so like kicha said you run a vault you you make a crystal you put it on an altar and it tells you the items you need to activate the crystal and it, it's sort of how it becomes minecrafty is so that it's you have uh to... sounds like a water temple in one of the final fantasy games <laughs> is it i have never played that yeah you, put, have you, put a, you put a ball on a pedestal a light hauls up you follow the light to another pedestal put a different ball on a pedestal a different light lights up you follow that light oh, i guess it is sort of like that I, well the way it works is you put the you put the crystal i i wouldn't be surprised i mean gamers make these things so it's probably inspired by but you put the crystal on the altar and it says it 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 lights up it shows like wheat seeds bricks um dirt iron and then you have to bring a certain amount of those things back to the crystal to activate it yes and the higher right. level you are the more complicated it is and the more shit there is so the thing that i did that was nerdy that only kicha will get is i went to activate a crystal and it asked for a poison potato oh no <laughs> that's my worst nightmare <laughs> in the game because there is no good way to get poison potatoes no no you can get them from oh, i think you uh, can get them from shipwrecks yes. and farming potatoes yes and i do farming potatoes yeah, I um I used regret orbs to untrain javelin, and then I trained in farmer, yes. and then I just planted like a hundred potatoes, and mm -hmm. yeah, and then waited for a little while, and it worked. Yeah. It, it only took about ten minutes. It wasn't crazy. While I mean, um while my wife has been playing the same thing, she had to spend like four hours looking for a carrot. <laughs> That's rough. That's very rough. So yeah, the poison potato happened yeah i i had like i think i had like over 20 poison potatoes i needed oh no i'm only <laughs> level 25 right now yeah i i've played a lot well i remember when i first tried it i told you about it and i i think i was like level four at the time and you told me you were 50 back then yeah something like that yeah the it's it's fun i it's a nice break from minecraft for me it, from like vanilla minecraft just to do something a little different and um and i will only ask one question to Keisha that nobody else will understand what storage system did you use uh i i took uh storage drawers at first and then i i'm currently using refined storage that's what i'm doing too i'm doing it's, i'm I, I just got drawers right now 
Yeah, See, I was uh, I was using a RAID zero for one little while, but then I stopped. <laughs> you know, you say that, but that's pretty much exactly what refined storage is in it. It's it's a RAID, <laughs> and you put storage disks in it. And I really like watching people use it. I feel like I'm doing the kind of work I do at work. Mm. Yeah, there's also uh, uh, applied energy sticks. Which is basically the same as refined storage, but it's harder. But That's it what um, Hypnotize and XB Crafted are using. And Etho. Oh, Etho's using that? I didn't know. Yes, he's using that. But yeah, uh, later on, it's, uh, it uh, opens up automation. So if you want to auto-craft something, it, it you can build a machine and it will auto-craft. But also, Vanilla is getting auto-crafter, which David would know probably following the snapshots <laughs> um yeah david would know if he played minecraft i would <laughs> um david, david did your shirt say driver picks the music shotgun shuts their pie hole shuts their cake hole and yeah. yes cake hole. love it i love the shirt um i have well, that on my car as my uh <laughs> oh that's, that's yeah awesome. you do yeah i remember you shared that as a nerdy thing once <laughs> yeah um david what was nerdy with you well i played everybody's favorite math mini game i filed my taxes congrats <laughs> yay <laughs> Wee! Now, now that i'm like a full adult with like a house and stuff i pay somebody to do my taxes i'm just yeah. like Nah. I'm lucky. I'm lucky. Mine are still relatively easy. I can do them myself online for recently for relatively cheap. So it's not too bad. I have a CPA every year. I just hand her like I collect all the stuff we get in the mail for we need. Yeah. And then I just show up with a big envelope and I hand them to her. And then a couple days later, she goes, all right, this is what it is. Yeah. And it only cost me like 200 bucks. And yeah. then I don't have to think about it anymore. If if mine were as complicated as that, I would consider outside help. But like I said, I'm able to just use the basic stuff. I don't have any special cases. I don't need any extra forms. I don't have to do any of that bullshit. The tax system in the United States is yeah, yeah. I, I I'm like I'm here. difficult. Yeah, I'm here being too <laughs> European to understand. Because, uh, we we, we have a sensible tax system yeah well every Even year we they... have to file our returns we have to, yeah, uh, I, I to tell the government how much money we made even though they already even know. though they know how much even though made. they already know yeah i know well, it's our, our government yeah. is just like yes we know how much you make in inform us if it changes and that's pretty much it <laughs> oh not only that but if you give them oh, the God. wrong numbers you get in trouble <laughs> oh yeah you get in lots of trouble it's how they got that's how they got capone Basically, every year you uh, the government sends you uh, like a uh, paper that has like uh, your income, uh, different income levels, mm. and if you uh, like go over a certain income level, the like the tax percent increases. Yeah, and, yeah. We kind of have a system just, that works the same, but it is so complicated. Yeah, and you just give it out uh, like people and, and it's like stuff and it gets more it complicated gets more here depending complicated. on what industry you work in what it's types easier. of income what types of income you're getting how many sources you had what state you live in yeah that's yeah. another that. issue it's it's really frustrating and well i thought i was gonna get reamed this year but i actually turned out not not so bad so congrats i'm, I'm, act I'm actually getting a refund which is yay <laughs> 
Yeah, that was literally the nerdy thing I did last week was my taxes. <laughs> what about you, Erica? Um, <clears throat> my nerdy thing actually kind of happened by accident. So Sometimes those are the best ones. Yeah. So um, I finished a book on Friday night, and then I realized I have read an entire book every week this year so far. Sweet. Congrats. That's cool. Yeah. So I started thinking about it and I was like, I wonder if I can read a book a week for the entire year. Depends on the book, but yeah. Well, I've got a stack of books and um, my wonderful husband bought me a Kindle scribe for Christmas. Nice. So I use it and it's always with me because I use it at work to take notes because then I can look at my notes on my computer or I can, you know, like I'll never lose them and I'm always losing notebooks. Um, And so that was like the main purpose of it. And then I was like, oh yeah. And then I can read a book on it too. You know, that'd be great. And then I found out four times a year, they do this stuff, your Kindle event where they just give you a bunch of free books and Mm -hmm. you can download as many of them as you want. It's nice. And then, and then on top of that, uh, Every month, you get like two bestsellers. If you're an Amazon Prime member, you get two bestsellers for free as well. So I was like, I could have so many books. So I'm very excited. That's cool. What are you reading right now? Um, Right now, I'm reading the second uh, book in a series called Daughter of the Moon Goddess. I think I've heard about that. Yeah, it's really good. I'm reading the the second one in that. and I joined a book club at work. And so that's the book that I read um, like in two days. Uh, it was called The Invitation. Mm. And that was pretty good. It was a really neat POV book. And then I read Song of Achilles in a couple days. And then I read the second book of the Cinder Spire series. Um I've been, I did that at the, the beginning of the year. So I didn't even yeah. know it came out yet. Oh, it's very, very good. Very, I haven't read the first one. Um, the Cinder Spire series is a series, a steampunk series written by Jim Butcher, who wrote the Dresden Files. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, well, I, so I had read the first one a while ago, and I couldn't remember everything in it. So the first thing I did, knowing that that book had come out, a friend at work lent it to me. Because he's a big Jim Butcher fan too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he had read it and he lent it to me. And so um, and then Chris got me my Kindle for Christmas. So I immediately downloaded the first one, which I already owned, but couldn't remember it. I reread that one over Christmas. And then the first week of the year, I read the second one that my friend had lent me. And like I said, that's my nerdy thing. I realized I've read a single a, a book every single week this year. That's <laughs> so awesome. Trying- really? That's great. So- I was like, I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm I'm jealous. Have you so, have you read um, the Wax and Wayne series by Brandon Sanderson? No, I haven't. Um, have you read Mistborn? Yes, I read all the Mistborns. They were Wax really and good. Wayne is the second volume of the Mistborn series. Hmm. What do you mean, like prequel or after? Um, in steampunk Victorian type of st- setting, it's in the future. Oh. Hmm. oh, it's in the future. Oh, okay um he's writing four series and he's gonna go fantasy steampunk modern sci-fi interesting and they're all gonna be misborn 
there was a book series I discovered when I was using my Kindle a lot more uh, called the, uh, I believe it was called uh, the Paper Master or the Paper Wizard series. It was like four or five books long. Oh, I was going to check set. that out. That yeah, was, was good. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was quite good. You should text that to me, both of you. Text okay, me those we'll so that I can add them to my Doing it my now Kindle so I don't wishes. forget. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah. Since, you know, yeah. I am going to read at least 52 books this year. Bring them on. Yeah, I've like had four or five of them. Books, good. So. Yeah. I've had this book to mm, be read. That is an I, excellent book. I love it. Oh, I read book. that a couple of years ago. It's good. I, mm -hmm. Yeah, I... I I ordered the book after binging the first two seasons of this show. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I have I I had a New Year's uh, res resolution to read a book a month. Oh, sorry, uh, listeners who who can't see video. Oh um, yeah. Pecha is holding up a copy of Good Omens by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman. If you would actually like to see that video, you can go to patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio and support us on Patreon, and you can see the video of Keisha holding up the book. <laughs> we get one. We get one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's your one. <laughs> yeah, I uh, my friend has said that it's a very good book, so I'm excited to get into it. Well, for Neil ever... Gaiman. Neil Gaiman is really, really good, Keisha. Like once yeah. you like once you get into reading his books, like his style, like it just wraps you in the world. It's really, really great. Um, yeah. I would suggest um, like after you're done with that one, if you really enjoy it, there's a book called Graveyard, which is really amazing um, as like a follow up to that. But but Neil Gaiman's just amazing. He, he's I've read all of his books, all of them. What's that book where they go into the underworld in London? That's a very good one too. Um, oh, I can't think of what it's called. Is it Neverwhere? I can't think of the name. Hmm? Mm. Neverwhere? I don't it know. might be. It might be Neverwhere. I'm yeah. I, I'm putting this up. My the the other major book series that I'm a fan of is a uh, a vampire romance series called the Dark Hunter series. There's Ooh, like, a there's romance like, series. There's like thirty of them. They're great. Supernatural. I, it's, uh, what it's, was the author awesome. of that? You, we, I think we oh, talked about that. The before. hell is her name? Uh, I'll have to look it up. I don't have any in my near vicinity. Yeah, listen to every one of our episodes, and David would have mentioned it at some point. Hold on. <laughs> Ah, yeah. If you would like to see the back of David's butt when he got up, you can go <laughs> no. to patreon.com. <laughs> I I have a list. I think I have a list of like five, uh, six books I I'm planning to read already. So there's uh, a book coming out in February. I I've mentioned on the uh, Discord called Just Stab Me Now. Uh, mm -hmm. Writing that down. Uh, it's uh, it started as a YouTube short fantasy heroine uh, uh, like a series, but people loved it so much that uh, she wrote a book about it, and it's releasing February fifth, I believe. Interesting. If we are ever going to discuss our topic, we should probably vote. Um, <laughs> oh right, that thing. Keisha, <laughs> um, you have. I said that very wrong. Keisha, <laughs> you have five widgets. Who would you like to give them to? Hmm. Uh, I think I, I'll give four to Brian for nerdy Minecraft stuff. Yay! You're the and, only one who's gonna vote for me. <laughs> and one to Erica for reading. Oh, and you. I I'm gonna give two to David in tax solidarity. And um, I'll give my um, two to Kia 
and Kicha. Oh my goodness gracious, I'm the worst. And then one to Erica. Um David. Yes. yes oh five. right, voting. Oh. <laughs> uh I'm going to give uh uh one widget each to Brian and uh Kija and then my other three to Erica. Yay! And I'm gonna give three to David for being such a good taxpayer. Yay! And then one to Brian and one to Kicha. I did my civic duty. Oh my goodness. Um, I won. Yay! Yay! <laughs> that doesn't happen very often, especially boar, with boar, the boar, Minecraft boar. thing. <laughs> well, you can thank I, me later. Um, <laughs> uh, David, uh, I've been informed that the widgets are all in um, one corner of the engineering bay playing poker and refusing to leave until... Um, until uh, one of them, some rogue widget covers its tab or something. I don't really know the story. Oh so, no, I I can't even go in there. They they close. They sealed the door with a quarantine. Oh, again? Well, yeah, I don't know. What's you going know, on. um, send in send in our um specially engineered enforcer widget again, and we'll we'll deal with that, and then I can get my prize. yeah. The one that looks like a cat. Yes, yes, it looks like a cat. Yes, I will release Officer Fluffy. <laughs> um, so, our top fandoms, fandoms, fandoms. We are all part of them. Wow, I got whiplash from that one. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of transitions, um, let's start this off. So, we're going to talk about the roles of fandoms, um, but let's start this off with a quick little fandom roll call. Let's just go around the room and say, you know, like, Let's say somewhere between three and five fandoms. We won't do full lists because that will be the rest of the episode. Um, but um, we'll start. Well, I, I have the order. I have Keisha, David, Erica, and then myself. So, Keisha, what are some of the fandoms that you want to share that you are I'm, a member I'm, of? I'm trying to count. I can <laughs> count to four, turns out. Uh, I think... The main ones that I, I, I do participate or lurk or something in are Star Wars, One Piece, Pokemon, and Minecraft. One Piece is relatively recent for you. Yes, uh, I I got this One Piece bug, one a virus or whatever, uh, last June. And I, I watched the entire uh, anime series in three months. That's uh, over 1,000 episodes in three months. And after that, I read the whole manga from the beginning in wow. in a month. That's... About. Holy shit. And this is called One Piece? <laughs> That's a lot of manga. <laughs> Holy God. Yeah, I think it's like 50 over... How many? 50 volumes? Uh, yeah, not 50 books, 50 volumes, right? Like, several stories. Yeah, it's a good well, series. The 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 anime is like, what are they, like 1,455 episodes or something insane uh, like that? Uh, uh, today was released uh, 1092. There's, there's 107 volumes of One Piece. Oh, never mind my 50. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that oh, yeah. seems way too low. Oh, oh yeah, that that's yeah, that's the time skip. Okay, yeah, yeah. We um, did an episode. We did an episode once. We weren't talking about anime, but anime came up, and David was like, "You really want to dive into something? You can watch One Piece." Oh my god! There's over a thousand episodes of yes, the anime. Uh, yes, thousand and ninety-two. Today was uh, each episode 90 is twenty-two minutes long. Yes, there's a 
thousand of them. Yes, I know. I watched them. I, I watched. <laughs> Where them. do you watch them? What do you watch them? On? Crunchyroll. Uh, uh, Crunchyroll. Basically. You have to watch them on Crunchyroll. Is that? Like I mean, the uh, there's like there you are watch... other ways, but it's the most legit and the yeah. easiest. Yeah. Uh, there's like guess how many hours of continuous viewing that is without I... simple math. I know. How many hours? Crunchyroll is also the best way, and we are not sponsored, but Crunchyroll is the best way to watch your anime in the way you want to. Like, the different kinds of dubbing and the different kinds of subs and stuff like that. And they, they have multiple languages, and yeah, it's 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 a, a well-curated collection of anime, and you can find pretty much everything on it. Well, that's fair. I just was trying to figure out if it was also on something I already have a subscription I mean, to, so that I don't YouTube have to get somewhere. another subscription. So, if you did absolutely nothing in a twenty-four hour day, oh my god, watch One Piece. <laughs> it would take you over fifteen days. Yes, I know. <laughs> Three hundred and sixty-seven hours. <laughs> for the uh, for have fun. Time. I I had fun. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but yeah, more there's more like, power to you, man. You're stronger than uh, I am. There's like couple. I think it's up to like season. I don't know. Actually, no. The season numbers are like there's 173 episodes in like season something, but like some seasons only have like 60 episodes because the pacing in One Piece is very uh, not optimal. You got. This is this is just going so unbelievably far off topic, but that's on brand for us. You got me thinking, David. So let's see. So Fight Club, the movie, yep. is a hundred and thirty-nine minutes long. Mm-hmm. So Yay, math the minigame. I lost count after seeing it three hundred and fifty times. Okay. So eight hundred and ten hours? Yeah, that's a lot. I, I'm not gonna do math anymore. That's 30-something days. No, it's also available on Netflix. Yeah, I, I, I was trying to say that. But I was... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The live action was great. I can't wait for season two. Yeah, the live action yes. was really good. Yes, I'm excited for season two. Very and much. I like the fact that the creator of the show was in, like, the changes were all like, these are things that we wanted to do to make it easier yeah. for live action and to pace things differently. I like yeah, that. Yeah, he actually had a, a voice in what was done. And yeah. It shows. And yeah. it's... It's a show, it's done as a love letter to One Piece, not as a way to make money. Yeah, basically all of the cast were uh, fans of the show. Uh, oh the my god. Anime. Uh, especially Nami. She's so yes. adorable. Yes. <laughs> and, and the That makes all the difference, though, because, mm. you know, like, all of the the cast for Lord of the Rings were fans of Lord of the Rings. And exactly. so, uh, even the it turned out boy, amazing. Even the so pretty got, boy they brought in to play Zola, Zoro. So we got Star Wars, Star Wars, One Piece. What were the other ones? Key uh, Pokemon and Minecraft. Pokemon and Minecraft. Um, David, what about you? Uh, I Star Wars, uh, uh, Tolkien, anime uh, in general, right? And kind of. I, it's been honestly, I've fallen out with anime lately. I haven't really seen anything that I've enjoyed. Yeah, that's okay because we're talking about roles and transitions and stuff. And yeah, okay, yeah, anime. And when I talk to you about anime, I can tell you're a fan of anime, even fair. though you haven't been watching it. Fair, fair. Yes, you're you're right. Um, yeah, anime in general. Uh, I'm a big uh, uh, Star Trek fan. I am 
I'm big in science fiction in general. Uh, specifically, it, it's hard to get into specifics. I mean, I'm I really love the Star Wars expanded universe, the old book series. Is you really pretty much check everything that has to do with a space opera out, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, Erica, the list is insane. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know. No, no, she's not a geek. What are you talking about? No, she's not a nerd, but her fandom list is just nuts. Because well, she's not you're a nerd. asking me, and I don't know. I just like <laughs> things, Brian. We've had this discussion. You're like, you're like, pick a lane, and I'm like, what are you talking about? I like all the things. I don't know what to tell you right now. You're uh, oh, uh, Dresden Files. Yep. Oh yeah, that, yeah. that is one of your big ones. Um, mm-hmm. the, Definitely a Tolkien fan. I love love Tolkien. You have you you um you have the complicated relationship with Harry Potter that a lot of us have had. Yeah, I like I like it. Um, um uh Raymond Feast. Yes, yeah, I do love Raymond Feast. Um uh, That's not Anne the first. Rice. Anne Rice is a big one for you. Yeah. Okay. Um I love comic books in general. I don't really steer one way or another, but like I like Dark Horse comics, I like Marvel, I like DC, I follow those. Um And you were you were um you were an X-Men reader around the the original Age of Apocalypse, too. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you can narrow down your comic fandoms, because I remember you were really obsessed with X-Men for mm. a while. I've got a, fandom <laughs> we didn't, I've got a fandom we didn't talk about for myself. Uh, professional Minecraft. wrestling. Oh, that's true. <laughs> no, WWE, you, professional you do, wrestling. You do like the masculine soap operas. I yes. like it, too. Oh, yeah. I, I I haven't been involved with it in years, but I do enjoy it. Well, I recently subscribed to Peacock Plus specifically so I can start watching stuff. Nice. Again. <laughs> One of the most fun times I've ever had was visiting a friend who his family was happening, just happening at the time to be watching a pay-per-view WrestleMania type thing. And I had so much fun. Oh, yeah. Well, they, uh, yeah, last night was the Royal Rumble, so... Yeah, I saw the uh, one of the Hogan Ultimate Warrior matches. Oh, way back in the day. Okay. Yeah. Nice. The later one before he pa- before the guy passed. Yeah. So early nineties. No. No oh, mid nineties even. No, the the like the last match. Yeah, mid nineties. Yeah. Because Macho Man died in the mid nineties. <laughs> Not Macho Man Warrior. Sorry, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, no, he's still kicking. Oh, he's still alive. I thought I he think, died. I think I I don't know. Oh, I'd have okay. to look. Anyway, I'd have he might have died in universe. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> so we have all these fans. This is the reason why I want to bring them up because a lot of a lot of what people say is, "I used to watch this. I used to be real into this." I mean, it, I used it's to all huge about Power Rangers transitioning. So, <laughs> Keisha, you you suggested this topic. What did you have in mind as far as roles? Like, what what do you what what were you thinking of? Because you gave some suggestions, and it really got my mind going and excited. I mean, uh, I'm I well, I, because I'm a lurker. I can I can start with that. I I uh, on Twitter or X. No, I I refuse to call it X. Uh, on Twitter, uh, I I lurk in all of the fandoms I mentioned. Pretty much, I never interact with them because i i just don't like interacting with them because they have such strong emotions most of the time yeah and i don't feel that strongly about anything or the fandoms especially i understand that i i'm not going on twitter anymore after yesterday what happened yesterday um across many 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 content creators there was crazy drama involving oh oh, i know i know yeah 
in involving um, people basically having outrage because they weren't doing enough or they were supporting the wrong side of the of a conflict and that's the oh, that's the, the, the best i can get with without but it was like it was tons of content creators you would have think it was organized i'll give you two guesses it was the crisis in the middle east yeah Oh. And it was basically someone would share something supporting a cause and then would be like, well, you're an awful person because you don't support the Ukraine. Well, yes, I do. I just supported this one thing this one time. And then it would go. Welcome and, to American politics. Yeah, and it was currently happening. 101. It was happening just to so many content creators to the point of i'm like i'm not going on twitter because i got really sucked in and was just like this this is awful this is just outrage at its worst welcome to american politics 101 well, welcome to welcome to twitter and i mean it's international i mean not all the people posting were people from the u.s i mean it was well, bad <laughs> a lot of people that have opinions about american politics aren't americans <laughs> it's ridiculous Fair enough. the um so yeah the the twitter thing and I, I i touch it on occasion and i use it to contact companies to find out about stuff but i trying to follow my favorite fandoms and stuff it just the outrage is just so toxic but i i get it i get it it, it you don't want to participate because it's just it twitter is successful i've never been a bandwagoner i don't use tiktok i i have a twitter i hardly use it I don't have Twitter. Uh, I don't have TikTok. I yeah. My role in fandoms is is it, it, it's different. Like um, in the supernatural fandom, I was leading live watches and getting real involved with the community. In the Pathfinder oh. fandom, I um, you know, I was a game organizer for a while. It really depends. Nowadays, you know, I might get involved. I might do things, but. Um, it depends on what I'm doing, but it also has a lot to do with my ADHD. Like, I'll have different roles at different times depending on my interests. Mm. Um, what about you, David? What, roles, what about me? Roles oh, and involvement? I, uh, I see. Uh, again, yeah, I, I took a leadership role when I got into Pathfinder for that as well. My Grant and I started the Long Beach chapter, which then got folded into the LA chapter. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, I've, I've, I lead our Discord group. I'm an officer in my WoW guild. I, I, I tend to, for some reason, end up in those kinds of roles. <laughs> well, you can have more fun if you facilitate more fun, right? Yeah, exactly. It helps. I, it's uh, being one of the people that's willing to actually like lead stuff and do things and organize stuff makes, I guess, stands out against the people that don't. So, <laughs> what, what kind of roles would you think of in fandom? um erica for yourself um, well for for video game fandom which i didn't mention but i do love for video games i like to lurk on reddit but then i also am um an admin for Vintex's youtube channel where he does a lot of horror video games so i mean yeah i guess there's that I, I knew you said something different, but I heard porn video games the first time you said it. Was it? <laughs> no, horror. Horror. Not horror. The horror. The horror. So, but I, I like scary stuff, so that's fun. But, I mean, but mostly I, I'm too busy with, like, children husbands and making sure my house doesn't fall apart to like re really like you know 
throw a lot of time into it um for me and i think that's why it's so difficult for me when you're like erica what are the things you like or erica you're nerdy and i'm like what <laughs> i just like things you're just who I just you like are like that thing. yeah which I just is like a things. giant nerd apparently that is what i'm told yes <laughs> that is what i'm told uh... but like i like anime stuff like i'm really interested in this one piece picha like mm -hmm. i think that's like a really cool thing like my 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 oldest um lee you know they like when the pandemic started i can't remember how but i started watching an anime called fruits baskets and that's it was just a great one it was just adorable cute little cozy you know anime and they start watching it with me and then it was the thing that we did every day when i had my lunch hour you know we did that together and then I was like, oh, there's other things out there. And then we watched like Magical Girls and, you know, different ones like that. But it's been a while because we haven't been able to find anything. Like I tried to show her um, Attack on Titan. That went poorly. Um, that was too scary for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I didn't think it would be because like, I think you were pretty much. I mean, it's gory, but you didn't show her like Ninja Scroll. You were responsible. Well, okay, they sure. Horror movies with me. Oh, sure. Like they've been they've been watching like not. It's probably not the most responsible parenting thing I've ever done. But they like to watch The Walking Dead with me when they were like six and seven. And I was like, this isn't real. And they were I've, like, yeah, that's I fine. forgot and, about that. It was okay you know, until Carl's mom died. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then they were really upset. But but they've never been afraid of stuff. So I thought Attack on Titan, it's an excellent show. I was like, that'll be fine. And then they were like, no, this is too dark. And I went, oh, I don't know when that happened. But okay, we're good. So anyway, I say all that to get to, I looked at the one piece mm -hmm. that, that you mentioned, and it looked like something that they would like. So I think I might go it's, down that road. It's very, you. it's very fun. And the world is amazing. And it's so yeah. like, there, there's, there's a spider, uh, there's a fly that has a backstory. Oh. And like, <laughs> Uh, it, it's it, yeah there's a fly in a soup and there's a backstory for the fly the, oh that's the funny the problem i have with the show i don't like the art style so uh, that, that's it uh, completely okay. takes me out of it i can't it's probably I why can't the live the action show. show was so yeah good. no the live action was awesome i just i can't get into the anime i don't like the art style there's mm. uh, i mean the art style changes a lot around episode 500 25. I've seen I've seen parts of it. I even watched uh, most of an arc with one of my roommates when we were living together. But I just that's you know it's not not for me. I'm not a fan. And now uh, and now the two of the recent arcs, uh, the arc that just started and the previous arc, they have very distinct styles. Yeah. Before so. you get into One Piece, Erica, mm. one of the most interesting things about it is the show's still on. Yeah, mm -hmm. hasn't stopped. Just, and, and it now started it's in like, 1999. Yes, yeah. and it's currently on its final saga. So it's like gonna finish up in like I think the uh, Oda, so the creator, said that a couple of years ago that he would like to finish it in like five years. If so you don't, there's... if you don't want to watch the entire anime, apparently you can watch like seven two-hour movies, and it catches you up on all the story. <laughs> But that, well, but I, I just thought it would be good for her 
you know, for them and I to do together. You know, it doesn't matter how long it is because it's something that's like, you know, well, there's, we, we, yeah, no, uh, I mean, sorry. Yeah, so uh, One Piece is very, it's very like child, it can be very childish, childish. Yeah. But then, but then it tackles topics like slavery and uh, capitalism and governments and like such wild topics. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... One of the last episodes of the show I ever watched, they were in the middle of a of a big story arc going on. So there's the opening of the show, there's the opening credit sequence, there, there's there's like five, 30 seconds before the credits, there's the credits, yes. and then there is a nine and a half minute long recap. Yes, it does happen occasionally. I nine and a half minutes! <laughs> Of a 22-minute show! (laughs) That's not okay. (laughs) So I got a question for the group that makes me think about their roles in a fandom. What's the difference between a stan and a casual? What's a stan? Oh. I don't even know. This this is interesting. Okay. Um, So I'd say, personally, stan... Uh, how would I word it? I'll, like Stan, I'll, I'll give okay. the backstory real quick that, that I know they'll understand. It's a reference to the Eminem song. I didn't know that. Oh, which? yeah, yeah, yeah. Stan There's is a reference hundreds to the... of them, which? Stan. Oh, like, so obsessed, like... you. Yeah, yeah. The Eminem song, Stan. Between reality. I don't think I've ever actually heard that one. Okay. Yeah. Um, It's the one that Dido was on. That doesn't mean anything to me. Um... Brian, David's just a baby. He doesn't know. Oh, I'm 37. I'm not old. <laughs> it, yeah, it's a, it's a 23 year old song. Yes, um, Brian, we're yeah, old. Brian. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's older than me. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, it's I was a, 14 at the time. I wasn't allowed to listen to music like that. Yeah. So Stan is about an obsessed fan of Eminem, and the term Stan is to. It's it's not a nice way of saying you're a fan. It's sort of saying you're a little bit too enthusiastic, a little bit obsessed, a little bit. But some people claim it. Some people are like, I'm a total stan for whatever, because they consider it's like a, a bigger way of saying fan. But I think the yeah. original intent was that it's the people who are a little bit too into the thing they're into. Yeah, like like in the song, the idea is that this person cannot distinguish the artist from the person and therefore they can't distinguish reality from the art and so they do some crazy shit because they can't distinguish the two so i would never consider like stan being a good thing like that's that's not a great thing like so since you you know the concept separate from the origin of the concept what do you consider a stan kitcha uh i mean it's i i i would say the very vocal part of the fandom might be stands i it's very blurry the line though it's not a good definition but did you say p stands no no uh very vocal minority of uh, like the vocal people of Of the the fandom yeah. yeah. The people that get real mad about stuff for no reason. Yes, uh, like one episode, there's like one episode that has something minor and then the next day the whole stand, all the all of the stands are like gasping the air and like, why, what, what's happening and stuff. Um, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I I, I kind of think of the stand thing as a way of using the word weeb when not talking about anime. Okay. <laughs> What's a weeb? A, a, uh, an anime stand, apparently. Yeah. Well, they're like obsessed with everything Japanese, right? Oh, I don't know. N- none of us know. You're just like throwing slang terms. Oh, am out. I using? Am I using Calling too many people terms stuff. people don't know? Yeah. David, are you familiar with Weibo? I have heard the Weibo. term used. Oh, okay. I apparently I lurk too much. I'm hip with the jive, yo. <laughs> I, I am not. I lurk way too much. And I and I don't want to ever be hip. <laughs> yeah, I was with it once. I knew it'll happen to you. What if we're talking about roles in fandoms, Erica? How would you describe my role in the Chuck Polinek fandom? How would I describe your role? Yeah, as far as my original Fight Club obsession. Well, I, I think you just called it. You you were a stan for sure. You were so obsessed. Like, what do you mean were? I, I haven't well, watched it in a long time. Out. He's I've chilled, chilled out, out quite a bit. Yeah. It's been at least an hour. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty intense, man. I used to have it on the TV all the time. It was like, yeah. yeah. We're like, I only watch my favorite movies as like comfort for the soul. Like when I'm having a bad day, I'll put on some of my favorite movies. Yeah. Like I was having a really bad weekend. It was a couple weekends ago. And uh <laughs> It was so funny because my husband was like, hey, are you planning on getting out of bed? It was like Saturday. I went, no, I'm having a sad girl weekend. Leave me alone. And so. And he went, okay. (laughs) So I stayed in bed all day and I watched all the Hobbit movies. And then I watched all the Lord of the Rings extended edition movies. And then I felt better about life. That's a good weekend. That's a good solid weekend. I'll give you that. It sure is. I don't. I can't really think of much better than that. I've never done that for recovery before. Mm. I do that. I, I I don't do it often, but like you know, sometimes you're just like yeah, so emotionally overwhelmed and out of it, and like you can't like yeah, you comfort, feel comfort helpless. Movies. Yeah, and you just like you need that like mental space, mm-hmm. and like that's that's what that does for me. It puts me in like a there's. There's nothing more relaxing than listening to the Shire theme song. Oh yeah, no, oh, I don't know why. Is, oh, my my tension instantly eases as soon as I hear that. Come on, <laughs> like, exactly, <"Aw."> exactly. <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah. yeah, I've got I've got ritual movies that I watch, you know, ritually on certain times. Like you know, every Christmas I have to watch the first two Die Hards. Uh, every Christmas I have to watch Scrooge. Yeah. That, that's I, my I, Christmas movie. I watched them up at Christmas Carol this year. Uh, <laughs> I went to my mom's house and did my annual watching of two and a half plays of uh, A Christmas Story on TBS as we did stuff around her house. Nice. <laughs> Have you at seen least... the sequel yet? No. That was good. Eh, I've heard was different it? things. Well, they, they just did an official sequel and it has the same kid. The, well, as an adult now, but same actor. Yeah, I heard about that. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen it. I've heard mixed things. Some people praise it. Some people say it's terrible. So I'll see it eventually. It's just it's not a priority for me. My mother-in-law is one of those Hallmark movie people. Oh, like one of those. So, so every time we go over, there's like Hallmark Christmas movies on in the background. So one of the Christmas gifts I got her this year was a Hallmark movie bingo card. 
<laughs> <There's a game. laughs> so it has, it has stuff it. like kissed under the mistletoe, Ding. man in flannel, moved Ding. from the big city to your small town. Ding. <laughs> Discovered the true meaning of Christmas. Oh yeah, my it, god, that's terrible. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> She did too. She got such a kick out of it. Oh, that's funny. We like to get each other gag gifts. And one of the things that she got me one year is because we we get into this fight all the time about calendars. Mm. And I use the calendar on my phone. And I've used the calendar on my phone for as long as phones have had calendars. Like, I've always used it. And she insists on having a paper calendar on the wall. So every year she buys me a paper calendar (laughs) and I I hang it up and I don't do anything with it. Yeah. Except what day, like if it has funny days, like today is National Donut Day. What's funny is I never used a calendar in my life until I had access to electronic calendars. (laughs) It was like I was waiting. Yeah. Teacher, Uh, you said you use both? Yeah, I mean, kind of like I have a calendar on my wall that I sometimes look, but most of the time I do use my phone. For me, the purpose of a wall calendar has always been to look at a different photo every month. The only place I I have to use a calendar is at work, and we're not allowed to use our phones at work, so we have paper calendars at work. (laughs) Ah, well, I found the paper calendar that she got me as a gag gift and has been ever since uh has been really helpful for rowan learning calendars like it never occurred to me that you know in this digital age like the concept of a year would be difficult if you don't have it like laid out in a calendar but apparently it is because rowan loves the paper calendar i i only write stuff on the paper calendar as it pertains to her like, when is her yoga class? When is her swim class? What day is it? You know, who's coming to visit on what days? Like, she loves looking at that thing and going, it's two days until Cousin Isaiah's here. You know, like, she's That's very adorable. excited. About it. That's adorable. So I'm thinking about roles in fandoms again. Um, Keisha. Yes. Um, what? Oh, I, I completely lost my train of thought. I had a question in mind. It happens. Um, no, it was Oh, I have one. Oh, sure. Go ahead. I have one. So I don't know, Keisha, you might be Gen Z. I don't know. This might be a Gen Z thing. Are you Gen Z or are you a millennial? Oh, oh two, uh, 2002. Born. Oh, my God. Oh, I yeah. All right. <laughs> I was already in college when you were born. Oh, okay. I was my second um, year in high school. All right. <laughs> so you are definitely Gen Z. Um, so a thing that I've noticed with my Gen Z child is within fandoms, there's a lot of original character creation within the fandom. Yeah, is that yes. something that mm, continue. I, I was gonna say, is that something like like you or your friends do? Or is like is that like just a Gen Z thing? Does anybody else like I mean um yeah, uh, yeah, o- OCs or original characters. Uh, yeah, I-, I-, I see them like there's uh, there's a lot of OC art on my timeline on Twitter most of the time, mm-hmm. and I I haven't personally done that much. There's like uh, well, uh, there's this called a uh, small indie game called Undertale, 
Oh, uh, I know all about small indie sale. game. Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Small and uh, there's then there was a YouTube series on it called Glitch Tale, mm-hmm. which was uh, anime like animated uh, series mm-hmm. by one one person uh, uh, and based on and which added stuff onto the Undertale lore. And mm-hmm. I've taken that series and created like a, a world world around that, but like it's completely separate thing that I'm using concept from the series itself. So oh, okay, I, I, and it's a book idea I've had for like three years. Neat to rise up, and I've written a couple pages. <laughs> I have like the final. I have the final fight mapped out in my head, mm-hmm. but but like that's the end, and I haven't even began with the like the actual story yet. That was actually yeah, okay. the thing I was going to ask you. If, if the the example you just gave, so you've described yourself as a lurker, and a lot of people think of the concept of a lurker as somebody who just kind of hangs out and reads things in the fandom. You have proven to me that lurkers are very busy behind the scenes doing all sorts of creative stuff, and they're very active fans. They're just not active socially with the groups. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, it's always the quiet well, people just... that are making the most amazing things. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because that's something that that Lee does a lot. She likes to make a lot of OCs, and and they're always, like, in a fandom world, right? So you're talking about, like, Undertale. I'm ridiculously aware of Undertale. We dressed up (laughs) as Undertale characters one Halloween. Oh, I did the same basically well we do family costumes and so every year somebody gets to pick essentially a fandom and then we do family costumes around that Mm -hmm. and that year lee picked and so she was fist and uh our rowan was only i think she was only two she was flowey oh my god that's cute and then i was sans (laughs) and then um my husband was the brother what's the other one uh, papyrus papyrus yeah the spaghetti guy yes exactly so, yeah so i'm way familiar with undertale and five nights at freddy's to a yes. degree that i never considered like if i did not have a child that was so upset like she comes to me and she's like telling me all this stuff and as a parent i have two options i have the option to investigate said thing so that I can have a conversation with my child and understand what they're saying. Or I have the option to nod and smile. And I generally, generally go with the, what the hell is she talking about? And then I do a bunch of like research on it. So for like five nights at Freddy's, I watch uh, a whole YouTube series by Matt Pat. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I love the series. <laughs> so Pat Noswald does a bit about this. <laughs> Huh? Really? Pat Oswald does a bit about this, where he's talking about uh, his own fandoms and raising his daughter and not pushing his fandoms onto her. And he goes, oh, she's got her own thing. You know, it's this My Little Pony thing. And then goes on like an eight-minute diatribe into the deep, dark recesses of the My Little Pony fandom. And then goes, ah, but that's her thing. I don't I don't really deal with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I try to share my fandoms with her. Like, uh, like I do... Like Tolkien, of course. Oh, like, I mean, funny. in my house, like I've got a a green dragon sign. I've got different artwork around, you know, Tolkien and stuff like that. I think it's really funny that like 
we were watching the rings of power and not mm-hmm. the best show i'm not gonna lie but it wasn't the worst uh they if they would have got rights to cimmerillion it would have been way better but i digress um but i'm watching it with my husband who is a I've only ever watched the movies kind of person and read the books when he was like 13, like once. And we're sitting there watching it and I'm finding myself explaining to him who these people are and who their (laughs) lineages are. And like, I'm like, no, that's not right. Well, it goes back to Morgoth. And then, you know, like, you know, all that stuff. (laughs) And he's, and it's just funny because I feel like, like I'm sharing my fandom with him just by answering his questions because i don't generally push my fandoms on people so but i do love to find somebody that enjoys things as much as i do because it's nice to have somebody that can have those conversations i think we determined a new role in fandoms is the mom role yeah the mom role yeah because (laughs) you've delved into the fandoms that lee is interested in so you can engage with them about them yeah that's definitely the mom role you're you're participating in that fandom you are a role in that fandom you're participating in it in a very supportive way i mean we could call it the erica role because you might be one of the only ones i i know i'm not the only parent Uh, it's like the dad that coaches the kids softball baseball team or whatever yeah that's their way to contribute exactly yeah um if if the dad then tracks all the stats of all the players and all the teams (laughs) i mean you you don't do that normally (laughs) (laughs) well okay let's circle back to my question about ocs and my question was to me like fanfic has been around for a long time right like that's the thing i think brian and i have you know been on the internet for a very long time right and we've seen it you know way back before google there was you know fanfics right and so i'm not sure fanfic is like that's still a thing that's happened but this original like creating original characters within fandoms i feel like that's new no not terribly i mean it's no it it existed back in the zine days before the internet people have been writing yeah well i mean um what's his name um Howard, um, I can't think of his first name, the guy who wrote the Conan pulp novels. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I know you're talking about, yeah. He was a colleague of um, H.P. Lovecraft, and a a few of his books were basically H.P. Lovecraft fan fiction. Okay, but I'm not talking about fan fiction. I'm talking about creating... Well, yeah, they they had their own characters that didn't exist in H.P. Lovecraft stuff. They had OCs. Yeah, that's yes, but not all OCs have stories. They have backstories. This is something that I've learned from from Lee is not all OCs have like story arcs within the fandom. They might have a backstory, but they just exist in the world. That's what I'm Oh, saying. I didn't know that. Yeah. So like just making an OC for fun, like making a character in a video game, but not writing a story about the character correct like they just Mm. like like she'll show me ocs where they do have a backstory like they're this type of like she showed me a jester i can't remember what fanfic it went to at this point but like but they were really the bad guys so she created like 10 different characters but there was no story like she hadn't created the story but they existed in this fandom and they all had like you know this person's the jester of the court and blah 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 and all this stuff 
And then I'm like, okay, well, are you going to write like a comic book or something like that? She goes, no, I just created these people. Yeah, and that was I, it. That was like as far as it went. See, most of those that I know that I've created myself were all for role play purposes and various forums or various uh, ways of that that going about. So, I, yeah, it's, it's something that's been around for a long time as well, but it's also not what it used to be. What were you going to share, Keisha? Sorry. Uh, no, uh, I, yeah, I've done, like, I have one, like, what, uh, one character I've done, like, I think Eric mentioned, uh, like, the one that's not, like, separate thing, separate thing, like, it's not, uh, no story or, like, no con uh, major connection to the story. Or, yeah. like, I have one, I've done one of them, basically. Like, I, I wonder if the trend, of just making characters comes from a combination of role-playing games, video games, and like what David said, online chat role-play. Yeah. Is like people who just like, oh, it's fun to make characters and just make a whole bunch of characters. Might be. It might be. I mean, she's been playing Dungeons and Dragons her whole life. I mean, so I can, yeah, yeah. Back back in the old MIRC days, I mean, whew, so those chat rooms got to be quite populous. I, I used to use MIRC. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was the best way to get illegal software. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, where's... I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm too young to understand. Ha-ha! <laughs> <M> <laughs> uh, okay, I, I've done this on the podcast before. I'm going to do it again. M-I-R-C stands for... What does the M stand for, David? I know IRC <laughs> is Internet Relay Chat. I think the M was just the 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 uh, that particular uh, brand of brand IRC. Of IRC yeah. But user. it was before there were like websites with chat rooms. You you used an MRC, MIRC client to log on to a server somewhere. A server somewhere, and a million people would be on it, and you chat in chat rooms. They yep. still exist, and you can still do it. Yep. Um, but it was it was chat rooms before web pages. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Back in because the dark we're days. old, Kicha. We're yeah. old. <laughs> no, I, I'm just young. <laughs> yeah, the dark days. Back when computers used to make noises when you connected them to the internet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I still hate that sound to this day. <laughs> I it's fucking one of those things, hate that sound. It's one of those things that you will never not know what it is when you hear it. Yeah, that's true. It's instantly that's recognizable true. anywhere you hear it. You're like, oh, well, someone's got a phone modem in here. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you want to hear something funny about sounds? Mm. So so my husband, well, I love Bob's Burgers, too. But my husband really, 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 really loves Bob's Burgers. And it's hilarious. It's a great show. Mm -hmm. But he's put all of his ring. Like, I haven't had a ringtone that didn't come <laughs> with my phone. <laughs> In a very, very long time. Like, oh, I you're one of those. Her. Okay. My phone's on vibrate. Well, David, you have to remember, like, I was selling phones in like 2002, and I was like cutting MP3s to be ringtones from on yeah. a computer and then uploading them to my phone. That's how so, you did like, it back then. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for me, the the novelty <laughs> of everybody having their own ringtone or own text message tone wore off a long fucking time ago. At this point, I don't mm. want my phone to make any goddamn noise. When I'm ready to look at it to determine who's talking wants to talk to me, I'll get to it. Mm. Yeah, so 
But he loves to have everybody to have their own ringtone. So he set mine as Louise from Bob's Burgers because mm-hmm. she's my favorite character. And she she has this line where she just she takes a big inhale and she goes, I smell fear on you. Oh, and yeah. So, <laughs> OK. And that's so good. that's that's my ringtone when I text message him. And so that's good. He, he left his phone in the living room and mm. left and went to the store. He forgot his phone at home. And I text messaged him something to pick up from the store. And, a, and, a, and Lee was in the living room. And then all of a sudden, she just hears this voice go, I smell fear on you. <laughs> I, hear, I hear her scream from downstairs because I'm upstairs in my room. I hear her scream oh, and come oh running up God. the stairs and go, I heard something and I don't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good that's good oh my gosh that's great <laughs> inadvertent prank oh yeah, yeah. yeah. i don't, I don't have individual ringtones for people but i do have a custom ringtone for my phone what do you have it plays uh the the middle of the chorus line of the sega sanshiro song from the original 1980s uh sega saturn commercials there are oh. many Sega Saturn commercials in Japan. Oh, oh, you're so funny. Oh yeah, hi, I'm a geek. Nice to meet you. Yeah, uh, yeah. My my ringtone currently is uh, so one of my friends is like a music nerd, mm-hmm. so he composed a lot of personalized songs for our friend group. So I mm-hmm. use his song of my. It's like my theme, and ah. I'm and it's named Hilacious for because I'm. Apparently, I'm hellacious personality. I think it was. <laughs> and for my notification sound, I I never have my notification sounds on. But one time, I I accidentally put it on, and I I got scared so badly uh, because my notification sound is lightsaber turning on, <laughs> and that, and that's a loud sound. That can be a very loud sound, especially if you don't expect it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it's like, and like, oh, I used to have ages ago. I used to have the Triforce sound as my notification. That's cool. used to be my notification yeah. sound. So, but oh man! But now, now the only thing I have is uh, I got a Motorola Razor smartphone, and uh, it's the the one that folds in half. So my phone's like really small, and I love it. And I have a folding screen. Um, and so my when my ringtone is on, it's just the original Motorola Razor, the Hello Moto. Oh, okay, old school. Like that's wow. it. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. I haven't chained my tone in a while just for laziness reasons. Mm-hmm. I can't even think of some of the ones I've had, but I'm sure I've had nerdy ones on occasion. Um we're we're about out of time for topics, so we're gonna continue our conversation in the bonus episode and you can listen to that if you're a patron on uh patreon.com slash nerd podcast radio. Um but it was an absolute pleasure having you on, Kicha, and look forward to having a little chat after the episode. Yes, as well. Um, yes, thank you. This was a lot of fun. I love meeting I think, people from all over the world. I just oh, yeah. need to know. I, I think I've I've pronounced your name maybe nine different ways this episode, which I apologize for. I'm doing my absolute best. No worries. I'm surprised David didn't call me Kaiju at uh, once. I didn't want to be mean. <laughs> Fair enough. 
um so yeah um fandoms are a interesting thing we all have different relationships with them and that's why we define roles because people act differently involving fandoms and um it was neat to explore everyone's fandoms and i i I learned so much about you, Keisha, but I learned a lot about Erica and David that I didn't know today, which I think is really cool. Hmm. So thank you for what suggesting. Did you learn about me? Um, I learned that you um, <laughs> explore the fandoms of Lee in a way that is okay. very motherly, understanding, and wonderful, and is a wonderful representation of your love. Oh, that's like sweet. And you're short. And I'm short. Okay, there it is. There it is. All right. I was waiting. I was like, man, that was like nice. Oh, oh, okay. There it is. Got it. And I learned something about new about David in every episode. He's like an onion. Hey. <laughs> Not a parfait. Not a parfait. An onion. Hi. Um, so this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. I was Vegan Brian, joined by David the about the third. Bye, everybody. Courtesy Smurferka. Give you an onion. Bye. And our very wonderful guest, Kicha. Bye. <laughs> stay nerdy, <laughs> stay informed, and stay awesome. Uh, stay, stay awesome. Stay awesome. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.